Let us pray together. Lord, today we do love you and thank you so much for your word, which is a lamp unto our feet and light unto our pathway. Pray, God, to give us guidance and direction as we try to proclaim your truth. We pray, God, that you open our spiritual ears that we listen and then respond appropriately. And so we give you all the glory and the praise, and it's in Jesus' name, amen. So we thank God once again for an opportunity to proclaim his word. We're in Ephesians chapter seven, chapter 4, verse 17 through 24. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 through 24. New King James translation reads as this. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have no you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off certain of your former conduct and the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy word, and the doing of his holy word. Amen. Amen. A new life and a new lifestyle. New life and a new lifestyle. I uh, did a survey just, just recently in order to check the population, uh, check the population in Los Angeles because in our recent travels it was so congested on the highways and streets and I was wondering how many people live here in this particular area. In the metropolitan area of Los Angeles, there are 13 million residents. San Francisco, there are 884,000, even over 884,000. Sacramento, there are 505,102 residents. California, there are 30, 39.54 million people. And it's noteworthy that all the persons that uh, adhere to Christian faith, there are almost 50% over our, over our nation that claim Jesus Christ or adhere to the Christian faith. California has the most, and we find that uh, Vermont has the lowest of 200,000 uh, persons that adhere to the Christian faith. But with all that in our mind, it is it's something that uh, the Christians who would here in our nation, it's hard sometimes to differentiate between those who truly love God and those who claim 
to love God. It's, it's not good when we fit in. We have to know that we have to be different. We're called out to be different. We're called out to make a difference. There should be a difference between the Christian's lifestyle and the lifestyle of the world. The world has worldly pleasures, worldly passion, worldly power, position, religion, ideas, honors, and they have their own gods. But ye, you and I as Christians, we as believers are new creation. We're a new body of believers. We're a new nation. And then there are writers who have written and they say, we are a new race. And you say a new race, and that just means that we are a new people that have come uh, uh, here uh, to minister. We have been changed. We have been transformed. We have been renewed. And therefore, it should demonstrate itself in our lifestyle. Our lifestyles need to change. We cannot just fit in. We have to make sure that we not, not just fit in, but uh, stand out. Amen. It's going to be uncomfortable sometime, and pressure gets on us because we have to proclaim God's word and continue to do what he has called us to do in the midst of a, a uh, congregation of people, in the midst of a crowd of individuals who are worldly-minded. The Bible gives us some great, some great news here because we... As we begin this particular verse, it says, this I say, therefore. And you need to find out what the therefore is, therefore. It says, it speaks about verses 1 through 3 in Ephesians 4, speaks about our calling and our salvation by grace through faith. That's a blessing that we have. And then it also speaks in verse 3 through 6 about our unity as a body of believers, body of Christ. It also speaks about our uniqueness and the giftedness that we have of the Holy, Holy Ghost uh, in our lives, and our church uh, will give him glory, verses 7 through 10. Last of all, verses 11 through 16 tells us that we our benefits of being built up to a spiritual house uh, that we, with our giftedness, everybody doing their job, we'll find that the, we'll grow in grace and the knowledge of him and we'll make a difference and even an impact in the world. The problem is there are passages that, that, that as we read, that there should be no longer, we should no longer live as the world does, as the Gentiles, they say. And in this context, we're understanding that he said, if you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. But he's also saying here that if you're not saved, you're categorized with those who had an old lifestyle of worldly living. And we should not be classified in that area. We have to stand out and stand up for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I just need five witnesses that say, I'm ready to stand up. And I'm ready to stand up and stand out because when they have trouble, they're going to call you. Even before they call the doctor, they'll call you when you're living right. But you have to be different. You have to be different. It's even uncomfortable. But when they really get in trouble, they're calling somebody that know him for themselves. 
And we as children of God need to make sure that we have prepared ourselves. We cannot talk like the world talks. We cannot carry ourselves as they do. Lest our witness is diminished, is disdained, and is destroyed. We are no longer uh, influencing them for the kingdom of God. They are influencing us. And we are misrepresenting Christ our King. Do not be embarrassed by the work that he is giving us. First thing we realize here in this particular passage, and if you're writing, you want to uh, understand, it says believers should be different from the world. I said we should be different. Unbelievers are deceived. They're deceived. Proverbs 16, 25 says, There is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. Went to a funeral not long ago, and they, they, uh, somebody put a letter in, and the letter was written to the deceased and said, when you, get, when you get there, tell God to save a seat for me. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't even save our own seat. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't make a way for ourselves. You choose a life that's raggedy, we can't put you in heaven. You got to make a reservation. You got to heaven. When I got on the plane, I had to have a reservation so they have a seat. When I got to the gate, they couldn't hook me up. I had to have an ID. And the lady, when I put mine in and it wasn't working right, the lady said, well, you're going to have to stay here with me. And then it went boop. And I said, just see you. I don't, the ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we have to be ready. You can't get on a flight if you haven't made preparation. You have to have that relationship. Unbelievers are deceived. They choose a course and they live any kind of way. And then they want you to preach or pray them into heaven. They're deceived. Not only that, but unbelievers are depraved. Romans chapter 1 and verse 28. They're depraved. That says they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer. God gave them over to a depraved mind and to those things which were not proper. We're living in a, in a world now, ladies and gentlemen, where that's so true, people don't recognize God. We were, in the, we were inside the building. We're in the church. They got the Ten Commandments, and then they got Jesus up in the middle. But they're playing secular songs, ladies and gentlemen. It's smooth jazz. I ain't got a problem with it, but you don't play it, especially at a funeral. It's a beautiful building, ladies and gentlemen. But you're playing as if, as, as if you can just be popular and go to heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, they're depraved. They, they, they don't really recognize God until it comes to the conclusion. They come to the end of the road. Then where's God? Somebody call on God for me. Unbelievers are deceived, depraved, and last of all, they're dead to spiritual things. Ephesians 2 and 1 said we're dead in trespasses and sin. That's Ephesians 2 and 1. And then you read a little bit further and say, we can't really talk about them because we were the same way. How many of you think, God, oh, that's why you should appreciate your salvation? My mind is different. My thinking is different. My aim in life is different because he allowed me in. He called me out of darkness. Now my frame of mind is all the way different. Come on. 
And I, when I, I don't need you to pray me into heaven. I should have already done the work. I told him when my funeral come, don't even worry about it because I ain't even coming. I'm gone already. I say I've already escaped. <laughs> Hallelujah. You just looking at my remain. I've been gone. Come on, somebody. Like Jesus, when he hung on the cross, he said, they didn't, they didn't kill me. He said, I gave up my spirit. Yeah, they didn't take it from me. He said, he just yielded it when he got ready. And matter of fact, he, then, he, then he went and did some more work. The Bible said he went to the center, of the center of the earth and ministered to those who was hanging out down there in the hedge and said, you know what? It's about over. Uh, in three days, I'm going to get up from here, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to show up and show out in front of them a little bit more. Then I'm going to go sit on the right hand of my father. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but we have to be different. We can't fit in like that. We have to make sure that we stand out uh, for Christ and stand up for Christ. Believers are discerning of the teaching of Christ. Therefore, you need to renounce. Renounce, that means to put off. You need to renounce the old man. Renounce the old man. Galatians 5.16 says, Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Romans 7.14 says, There are some things that we do. I want to do this, but I don't do the right thing. And he said, Oh! wretched man that I am, who's going to save me? And then it comes to a conclusion that said, thanks be to God. I couldn't save myself. I, I'm trying to do better, and I still fall down. I still try, and God knows all about that. He said, so therefore it's not about you, but it is about the king of kings. So we renounce, put off the old man. Put off the old man and present yourself with the new man. And then Romans 6 verse 11 says you need to reckon, reckon yourself. That means decide or calculate or make a decision. Reckon yourself dead in trespasses and sin, but be alive to God. I thank God we have a discerning spirit. How many of you have something that you need to put off? Uh, take off, if you will. <laughs> take off some of that old, old language that we have. We can't fit in with them. And the problem is in a big crowd and with a, with a uh, uh, secular and worldly environment all around us, they will affect us. They start cursing, you start cursing. They start saying things, you eventually start saying what they're saying, doing what they're doing. And we need to know as children of God that we need to renounce the old man Put it off and then keep it off. Not only that, we need to renew the spirit of our mind. Romans 12 and 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove uh, that which is good and acceptable and perfect, the will of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5 it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down all arguments and everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity and obedience to God. What are you thinking about right now? What are you thinking about? What are you preoccupied with? 
We want to make sure that we give God glory every step of the way and every day. Holiness is not just an just a, 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 a idea or a concept that's out there. Holiness is deciding every day that I get up, I'm going to do it God's way. One writer said, holiness is, is yielding yourself moment by moment to the will of God. And if you will not do it in your last hour of life, you sh probably should not do it at all. We need to make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we renew our spirit. And then Philippians 4 and 8, just write these down. I'm really trying to give you a plethora of scriptures that you'll be able to write down and refer to. Finally, brothers, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whether things are, whether the things, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever things are lovely and of good report, he said, anything that's praiseworthy, won't you meditate on those things? What are we thinking about through the course of the day? He, God wants our faithfulness. We got a new life, therefore we have to have a new lifestyle. Then last of all, we need to reveal the new man. We need to reveal, reveal the new man. You pull off the old, you renew, and then you put on the new man, which is created in Christ's likeness. It's the likeness of God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not the same person that I was before. I am the same individual in the body, but my mindset. Come on, somebody. I have to reset it every day. Come on, somebody. I have to reset it every moment. I have to make sure I don't get caught up. You should have a reality. You just don't say, God, give me your power, and then you walk mm, as if you're, you, you're in a different zone. You have to pay attention, mother. To the lifestyle that you're living, the decisions that you make, the vocabulary that comes out of our mouth on a continuous basis. You have to reveal the new man. People need to know that you're saved. If you don't have anything good to say, how about saying nothing? Don't say nothing. I don't have nothing good to say. And not, not speaking against others, but I, but I just don't want to talk right now. I'm just not going to say it. If, hey, bless the Lord. We were in the parking lot about to come out, and the lady was in there. She sounded kind of country. And they said, hey, where are you from? And she said, oh, I don't know what she said because I'm in the back seat. So, But anyway, I heard her on the way. She was in there all by herself, and she said, have a blessed day or be blessed or something like that. I said, ooh, we did she cut her light on right at the end? She talked to him kind, and she talked to him blessed. Be blessed on your way. Oh, y'all not listening. I'm saying she let her light shine. She waited right there to the edge. She was kind and courteous, took your money. Come on, somebody. And they say, be blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Can't, do we have conversation like that? Renounce, renew, and then we want to reveal. We want to reveal the goodness of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away or should have passed away. I'm just adding that. Y'all excuse that. Should have passed away and behold, all things have become new. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 4. But which, by which we have been given exceeding great and precious promises, that through that though these through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. How many of you know that we got a divine nature? 
I don't know about you, but uh, 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 some of the things that I do, it's not because of who I am or even who I've been trained to be or who the personality that I got from mom and daddy, uh, things that I saw, how I was born. A lot of the, we got a divine nature. We have a discerning spirit. God will give you insight when you pray. Your prayers are effective. Why? Not because of you, because of whose you are. And hallelujah, we can make a difference for a lot of people if we just get ourselves out of the way and let the new man show up. Yeah, get the old stuff off. Renew your mind. Make sure your mind is focused on things that will be pleasing to God and a blessing to others. Not only that, it says that we, we need to re reveal the new man. That means you need to make sure that you let him show up. Let him be seen when they see you no longer I, but the Christ that's in me. And it's not easy, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying that it's easy. You have to have a made-up mind. We surely walk in the flesh. Amen. But we, we war after the Spirit. We want to make sure that we pull down every stronghold and every thought that contra contradicts the Word of God and our activity. We thank God. We're believers should make a difference. Not only that, believers are discerning in their teaching. Last of all, uh, believers are to demonstrate, everybody say demonstrate, Christ-like activity. If you really love him, won't you just raise your hand real quick? If you really love him, don't you, don't you want to fellowship with him? And when you're in fellowship, write that down. You're in fellowship when you're Christ. You have a relationship. You're in fellowship with God. And you're also in fellowship with his people. We should get along. If nobody else get along, we should get along. And then when we get together, what a day of rejoicing that'll be. We can make a difference in an environment. We can get praise because of our presence but it's not because of us, but it's because of God that's on the inside of us. One man can make a thousand and two can make ten thousand run away. We thank God that we have a power, but you got to have a relationship. Everybody just want to go to heaven. I just, they ain't live right at all. Just want to go to heaven just because I've been good and I'm popular. I drive or I live on a mountaintop. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to live the life. You got a new life and a new lifestyle that you have to maintain your relationship and your fellowship with God. Not only that, you have to walk in obedience. Walk in obedience to his will. Not my will, but the will of him who sent me. I just thank God for walking in obedience to his will. We want to make sure as we, as children of God, as we continue in this life, it's, it's what is God's will for today? What is God's will? And it doesn't make you live in a cloud. You don't have to be a monk, ladies and gentlemen. Just let God work in you. When you got God first and you got a relationship, he'll bring people into your presence. He'll bring people into your environment. And your job is to minister to them. Don't have to look for a lot of people. If you just ask God, God sent me somebody to witness to. And they'll walk up on you. Amen. And you have an opportunity to minister to them. Can I say this one thing and I'm going to let you go. You need to be careful of who you're talking to. 
You need to be mindful that you entertain angels sometime unaware. Sometime God will put you to the test. He'll walk a bum up on you. He'll walk a little child up on you. He'll walk a, 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 a just common individual up on you and so that you can minister to him or her. They're attracted by your life. Treat everybody right because you never know who you're talking to. And so therefore, if you have a, a fellowship with him, you walk in obedience last of all, you got to be devoted to God's service. If you say you love him, why don't you do what he say? If you say you love him, why don't you find a place where you can serve? If you love him, why don't you find a ministry that you can get involved in? If you love him, why do you? We have to make you come to Bible study. Make you come to Sunday school. If you love him, you got to be devoted to him. I said, I don't know. I'm all by myself this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a new life. Therefore, I got a new lifestyle. I've been living this lifestyle for a little while now so I'm kind of used to it. It's just automatic. I got to treat you right because I know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's going to be mad at me not because of your reaction. He's going to be mad at how I reacted to you. And we got to be a difference. Everybody not going to like you, Dokes. Everybody not going to like you, Angie. Everybody not going to like you, Sister Edwards. Everybody not going to like you, Sister Andrew. But that ain't got nothing to do with it. If God liked me, that's the person I want to please. My lifestyle. I've been born again. Therefore, I got a new lifestyle. And I got a new walk. I got a new talk. I got a new praise. I got a new dance. I decided to make Jesus my choice. Nobody's going to turn me around. Nobody's going to stop me. And it's only because of what Christ has done and what Christ is doing. But ladies and gentlemen, don't be deceived. You can't just come to church and just, and just have a relationship. You got to really, you got to take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. How many of you know you're going to need him? I say, how many of you really know you're going to need him along the way? We've been praising God with the testimony. Testimony is so significant. I just thank God for every testimony. You might take it lightly, but I'm just receiving it. I'm just increasing my faith. Because as I hear your testimony, I see the goodness of the Lord. I know that he can heal. I'm 13 years uh, free of cancer. That's a blessing from the Lord. You think I ain't listening, but I'm listening. You don't have to go to a test uh, in a couple of weeks because God has been good to you. He said, I don't need the doctor. I need you to trust me along the way. And you'll find out before you get there. I done make the blood of Jesus. I made it heal you. I made it restore you. I got a new life. Therefore, I got a new lifestyle. How about you? How's your life? How are you living? Do people know that you're saved? Do people know who you stand for? We have to be very careful that we don't fit in. The pressure is just to fit in, just want to just want to mix in with them. I can't mix in, my vocabulary can't go down. Matter of fact, it stands up even more. There's a certain amount of pressure that comes with that. 
But I'm going to make sure I please God. I want to say what he wants. Y'all not listening. I want to say what he wants me to say. I want to be what he wants me to be. And listen, when you do that, you'll find out you're, you're a greater benefit to the kingdom. All he wants is some servants. All he wants is somebody that, that will, he said, I'm going to do the work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I just want somebody I can work through. He said, you got a new life. You got access to the divine nature. You can pray for people and they can be healed. Come on, somebody. The pastor ain't the only one that can pray. The deacons ain't the only one to pray. The missionaries ain't the only one. You can pray. The Bible says the prayers of the righteous avail much. Won't he heal us? Won't he restore us? But he said, I gave you new life. Don't you worry about your circumstances. I just make, make sure that your lifestyle gives me all the glory. Men will see your good works and they'll glorify our Father in heaven. How many of you want to give him glory? How many of you want to give him glory? Listen, let's all stand to our feet for a moment. If you're here today, whatever your desire is, you want to rededicate yourself to the Lord. You're praying for your circumstances that you might find yourself in. Don't beat yourself up. Just learn from what God is teaching us. I'm not better than anybody. I have the same sword of the spirit that goes out. The same word that goes out is two-edged. It cuts me as well. Paul said, I tried to do good and bad was right there. He said, he said, I wanted to do something that I ended up doing the thing that I didn't want to do anyway. He said, but thanks be to God. He give us the victory. Is there anyone who just need prayer this morning? Praying for yourself, praying for a family member. Is there anyone else? Whatever God is saying to you on today.